morning living streams. My name is Alex Seekins and welcome to our third season of daily devotionals. This season, we'll be working through some concepts related to the heart of prayer and fasting while we engage as a church in a communal season of prayer and fasting. We'll be posting one of these wherever you listen to podcasts every Monday through Saturday morning for the next few weeks. Thank you for carving out this time of day as we slow down, speak to God, listen to God, and meditate on His Word. Our prayer is that in this time you would delight in the Lord and be blessed and strengthened. Today I'll be leading us in a time of imaginative meditation. Grief is one of the many uses of fasting that we find in the scriptures. It's hard to explain why someone might choose to fast in their grief, but in some very deep emotional way, to me at least, it makes sense. If you've ever been truly grieving, you know that grief can literally rob you of your appetite, but I think that the act of fasting in grief is much deeper than that. Sometimes grief just feels so deep and so severe that you need to express it in a profound way that is somehow both physical and spiritual. Fasting can be just that. It's this place where an extreme physical expression lines up with a very weighty spiritual practice. When we fast in grief, it's like we're telling our body, our soul, and God how deeply we feel this current tragedy. So much of fasting is a mystery that we must be engaged with in order to be understood. So much of fasting is a mystery that must be engaged with in order to be understood. I don't know if understanding is even the right word, to be honest. When we fast, we don't always finish the fast having wrapped our minds around the question or the problem that we brought into the fast. More often than not, it seems like when we fast, instead, we simply wrap our hearts around God and in so doing, move His heart to wrap around us and our circumstances. Today, we're going to spend some time engaging our imagination as we read and meditate on a psalm that King David wrote in a season of overwhelming grief. It's not explicitly clear from the psalm exactly what season of grief that was, but my guess is that he may have written this psalm in his latter years when his son Absalom usurped him and temporarily drove him into exile. My hope is that as we meditate on this passage and use our imagination to engage the pain that King David felt, the Lord may help you and equip you to process through some past, current, or even future grief. Before we start, it's important to remember that there's a significant difference between Eastern New Age or secular meditations and Christian meditation. In Eastern New Age or secular meditations, people try to empty themselves in order to focus inwardly or perhaps even to invite some other spirit in. In Christian meditation, we attempt to still ourselves so that we can focus on God, invite the Holy Spirit in, and be led by Him into an awareness of His presence or perhaps even some revelation. Let's start by recognizing the presence of God in the room. Use your imagination to grow your awareness of God in the room with you. What does God look like? Where is he sitting or standing? What is the expression on his face right now? Now ask God to guide you in your reading and meditation. 
Maybe pray Psalm 25, verse 4 with your heart. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. And we're going to read through Psalm 69, verses 1 through 12. And then we're going to skip down to verses 29 through 33. Um, We'll do this twice today. The first time, I'll walk you through it. And the second time, you'll read on your own. As we read through this story, I want to encourage you to use your imagination to bring what we read to life in your mind. Imagine faces, sights, smells, sounds, feelings, temperature, color in all of the blanks. Your imagination is not the scripture itself, but it's something that God can use to help you engage with the scripture and to write the scripture on your heart. As you read and imagine, you may find some thoughts and feelings being brought up. You may hear the Lord speaking to you. These thoughts and feelings and insights for the Lord are the point of this meditation. As they come up, pause, both yourself and if you need to, the podcast. Pause to chew on them and to follow those rabbit holes as far down as the Lord will take you. If you only get one phrase into the reading and spend all of the time that you have available today chewing on it without finishing the psalm, that's okay. So now we're going to go ahead and pick up in Psalm 69, like I said, verses 1 through 12, and then we'll skip down uh, to verse 29 through 33. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink deep in the mire where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters and the flood sweeps over me. Imagine and feel what it's like to be in the mud. Your feet are stuck and you are sinking as the water comes up to your neck and the waters are rising and crashing over you. The panic sinks in, the helplessness of not being able to free yourself from the mud or hold back the flood. Imagine the feeling of a season of life so full of grief that these are the words that describe the circumstances of your heart. King David continues, I am weary with my crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes grow dim with waiting for my God. Feel for a moment the soreness of a throat that is called out to God until your voice began to crack and the drooping of your eyes as you've stayed up all night waiting to see if you can see God in this grief. Do you feel hopeless, angry, maybe just totally out of any emotional energy? Or King David says, More in number than the hairs of my head are those who hate me without cause. Mighty are those who would destroy me, those who attack me with lies. Now imagine, if you would, what it's like to feel that you have no ally in the world, and no matter what you do, you have people who hate you, lie about you, and try to destroy you. How does that feel? Call to mind those thoughts and those emotions and engage as though you were King David in this circumstance. 
continues on, what I did not steal, must I now restore? O God, you know my folly. The wrongs I have done are not hidden from you. Let not those who hope in you be put to shame through me. O Lord, God of hosts, let not those who seek you be brought to dishonor through me. O God of Israel, for it is for your sake that I have borne reproach, that dishonor has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my mother's sons. For zeal for your house has consumed me, and the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. What's it like to have loved and served God and to feel that this deep grief came from obeying Him? Imagine that confusion, that kind of topsy-turvy uncertainty. You've been so devoted to the Lord and all you can see in the circumstances is it hasn't paid off. It's hurt been costly and you still love the Lord and yet you feel a bit burned by the cost that loving him has cost you. Verse 10, he continues, when I wept and humbled my soul with fasting, it became my reproach. When I made sackcloth my clothing, I became a byword to them. I am the talk of those who sit in the gate and the drunkards make songs about me. How does it feel to be hungry and to feel the lowness of humbling yourself before the Lord? And then you look up and realize that people are mocking you for your grief and for your going to the Lord. Now we'll skip down a few verses to verse 29. David continues, he says, But I am afflicted and in pain. Let your salvation, O God, set me on high. Imagine a grief that feels like physical pain. It's in your chest. It's in your body and it's in your soul. And in that pain, you literally cry out for God to save you and to pull you out of humiliation. Verse 30, I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Now as in your imagination, you sing praises to magnify and to thank the Lord. Imagine the feeling of your throat vibrating and hear the tune of your song as it echoes up to the Lord who has met you in your grief. This will please the Lord more than an ox or a bull with horns and hooves. When the humble see it, they will be glad. You who seek God, let your hearts revive. Now you look into a crowd full of people who are mocking you just moments ago. Many still look on you with disdain, but as you look closer, you see that some faces seem to show a bit of humility. As those people see you worshiping God, you see their faces light up and they seem to come to life as they see how you and God are engaging through your grief. What does this feel like? What are all of the conflicting emotions and the lightning in your heart? Verse 33, for the Lord hears the needy and does not despise his own people who are prisoners. Finally, imagine a prison with bars of iron and a floor of dirt. What's it like to be trapped behind those bars? 
What does the dirt beneath your feet feel like? What does the prison feel like on the inside of you? And you're in need of food, compassion, and freedom. What is it like as the Lord approaches your iron bars, not with distaste, but with love on his face? And then he opens the gate, sets you free, and provides you for your deepest needs. Imagine that for a moment. Now for your second reading, read through the same passage again, but instead of following my prompts, use your own imagination to fill in the blanks and dive deep down any rabbit holes that the Lord draws your mind to. Again, pausing on any thoughts or feelings or insights that the Lord may bring up as you read. We'll play about two minutes of music for you to skip through or repeat as you read and meditate at your own pace. Now go ahead and if you would, read through Psalm 69 verses one through 12, and then verses 9 through 33. that you finished your second reading, is there any revelation from God that you should write down? Or perhaps you felt a sense of conviction that there's something you need to do to move forward. Whatever God has spoken to you, write it down. And if there's an action to take, be faithful to take it. Thank you for joining us in today's daily devotional. May the Lord bless you and may you be aware of his presence today.